Welcome to Making Conversations Count, the official podcast hosted by me, Wendy Harris, best-selling author and trainer of over 30 years, helping people pick up the phone and create the best first impression. Today, I have a lady who is joining us all the way from Ohio, and she's going to share with us her story, the one conversation that created a real turning point in her life. It is the indomitable Vicky O'Neill. Hey, Wendy. Thank you so much for having <laughs> hey, me on your podcast. <laughs> I'm so happy to have you here, Vicky. It's great because it sort of feels like we're going full circle having been on your own podcast. I know that you're an podcaster and you get the game. So it's brilliant to do a bit of role reversal. Yes, it's awesome to connect with you again. I'm so glad that John Asperian connected us way back when and we've stayed in contact this entire time. It's been awesome. I know. And just watching you online as well and being able to engage through the content that you put out and even seeing a name change because, of course, I know you as Vicky O'Neill, but I should really correct myself. It is Vicky Carroll now. Yes, exactly. I married the man that I've been dating for 10 years. (laughs) We finally tied the knot. Yeah. And October. So yeah, I decided to change my name. Do you still date? Do we still date? Yeah. Well, people say that when you get married, you stop dating. Yeah. I mean, actually nothing's changed because I was already living with him. So it was just a matter of going through the process and making it legal. (laughs) (laughs) No longer living in sin. (laughs) And, And to have a lovely, fabulous holiday, I'm sure. Yeah. We went to Hawaii. So it was absolutely beautiful. One of the places that is definitely on my list to do. Tell us a little bit about what you do at Ken K Marketing and how you help people. I help small business owners who are challenged with getting their name out there. They've tried different marketing strategies. They've posted online. They've tried networking and really have come to a point where they either don't know how to take it to the next level or their business has plateaued and doing the same things over and over again just aren't working anymore. So bringing me on board with the experience I have in different industries and with different types of businesses, even business size from startups to working in a corporation, I have that outside perspective that I can bring that perspective and then that creativity from other situations into that conversation and just really help them take their business from plateau to grow. And quite often, I would agree that it's it's very difficult to see what is going on in your business if you're in the thick of it, but being able to step back and have somebody to take you that step back to look in with fresh eyes to see what's going on. You can very quickly, when you're working with somebody, they'll go, oh, I know exactly. It's obvious now, isn't it? (laughs) But it just needs somebody to hold their hand to do that and then to be able to help them to implement something because it's something new for them to try. Yeah, exactly. And we know just from being business owners ourselves is that we wear multiple hats and we get so ingrained in our business that we don't spend time working on our business. And just like you said, sometimes it just requires somebody from the outside coming in and really just kind of lifting their heads and looking around essentially to say, hey, here's what's going on. Here's what we need to do. And then they kind of have that aha moment. Like, why didn't I think of that myself? (laughs) But it's, it's just the byproduct of the situation. It just, sometimes it just helps to bring somebody in. Oh, no, it does definitely. And if there's anybody that's looking for help, I would certainly give you a shout if I was stuck with anything, because it is just having somebody with that kind of experience that can help. And I know that it's a tricky situation sometimes as well, isn't it? Because you're having to dig deep into somebody's business. A lot of business owners do take it very personally because it's their baby, isn't it? So it 
means that the conversations that you have to have can be delicate. And I know that that's something that you're really mindful of, Vicky. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, you nailed it completely. When they reach out to me, a lot of times they think they're having a problem with marketing, but then actually through conversations, there have been times where I've uncovered it's not marketing that they need help with. They might have something broken internally with their process, or it could be a team member that they have that might be creating more damage than good. No, it is a delicate conversation and approaching it from the fact of, hey, here's the experiences that I've had and here's why this has worked and why I'm recommending it and kind of approaching it from my experience instead, it kind of helps with creating the perspective that they need to see what's going on in their business. As business owners, we don't want people coming in and telling us how to run our businesses. (laughs) But I think with the right approach and just understanding people's personalities, that's part of it too, through conversations, as you very well know, that you can understand who people are and how they best operate. And then you tailor your approach to that conversation based on how they're going to accept it. Yeah. And I think the realms of a consultant has changed. Certainly, I remember the 80s. Gosh, feeling old now. But I remember the 80s where they would have people come in and shake everything up. I'm trying to think of the name of them. It was in my head and it's gone out the other end. But they would come in and they would audit all the departments and they would look at all the teams and everybody would shake in their boots because they knew that they were all going to be streamlined possibly out of a job and this sort of thing. And I think that's sort of changed. The subtlety is more around, let's come in, right? You got this job on merit. So let's look at your strengths and then let's look at where we can support you to do better. It's the language has changed. Do you think, Vicky? Yeah, I 100% agree. I think the language has changed to be more focused on the people instead of the process. I'm a firm believer if you focus on people and diving into their strengths and understanding that we all have weaknesses, not putting somebody down because they can't do something, but lifting people up based on what they can accomplish, that's how you're going to drive results in your business. So when you take care of your people, then a byproduct of that is taking care of your business. But I've seen if you take care of your business first and then just force your people into doing what you want them to do that sometimes can be a bigger challenge than the opposite. Yeah, it comes down to culture really, doesn't it? In terms of then the people, if they're feeling that they're invested, they will organically drive themselves to want to do better. And that has the ripple effect of shining through the business results and the numbers and and things like that. So yeah, I think it's important because then those representatives of your business are going to go out and have much better conversations with your potential customers as well. Exactly. Because the marketing of your business goes beyond the walls of your business. People talk about their jobs, people talk about their bosses, people talk about their business, and you want most of those conversations to be positive. (laughs) So the best way to do that is to supply them with good experiences. And if there's an experience that we know realistically is going to be bad, then just how you handle it is the conversation that's going to go beyond the walls. Well, negativity always seems to seep out a lot quicker than the positive stuff. And if you convert that into a Chinese whisper then, oh my goodness, you could be left with all sorts of different wrong messages going out there. Yeah, exactly. It's how are they going to perceive this message? You know, everybody can apply a different label to a conversation and their perspective is the one that's going to be talked about, right? So create the best experience that you can. And when there is a situation that's not positive, it's not like you have to be a Pollyanna to turn it into a positive, but 
is understand again who that person is, how you can best work with them based on their personality and their receptiveness to not only change, but just to get better, right? It's all about growth. And the only way that you can do that is to open yourself up to the possibility of correcting things and just knowing the direction that you're headed and helping them get there. And that's just about driving everything forward, isn't it? Is to want to do better and to grow. Every day is a school day. I'm intrigued talking about school days and learning new things. I need to know, Vicky, what your pivotal moment was. Are you ready to share? Yes, I can share. Because <laughs> <laughs> I really am excited to hear this one. This is the pivotal moment when I decided to start my business. Oh, okay. And how long have you been running your business now then, Vicky? I started Ken K Marketing in 2010 and it was a byproduct of side projects that people have been bringing to me, just small things like, hey, can you help me design a logo? Of course, I'm not a designer, but I knew people who were. So I did that over several years, actually. And then in 2018, I lost my corporate job. I was let go for my corporate job. And I had gone through a series of jobs. At that time, I was doing sales. So a lot of my experience has been marketing, but then I have some sales experience as well. And in sales, it's just, you know, once you start doing things over and over again, to me, I need to have difference. <laughs> so it was actually, I saw it as a blessing in disguise because I'd always wanted to be hundred percent focused on my business. And at that time, I'd kind of been seeing signs anyway, that this was going to happen because we were going through a corporate restructure as a byproduct of that. I decided that now's the time that I need to really dive into my business hundred percent and make something of it. The timing was good because my youngest daughter was a senior in high school. And prior to that, I wanted to make sure that my time was focused on my daughters. So I didn't want to be full-time in my business because I knew how much time you needed to invest in that. And I didn't want either one to suffer my business or my sacrifice, isn't it? When you're a mom and a woman and and I was divorced at that time. So a single mom at that time. And when they were with me, I wanted that time to be hundred percent with them. So it was just a matter of prioritizing. And so the timing was good in 2018 to do this. So it was just that time I'd always thought about it. I remember in way back, I mean, even as a kid, people were playing with dolls. They were playing with this. I wanted to play office. (laughs) which friends have phones and which friends have these writing pads that we can like to set up a desk and actually like have fun playing office. So, I mean, I've always wanted to be in business. And I remember in 2008, actually sitting down on the couch and wanting to start my own business at that point. And I'd even like started a website. It was called iMarketResults, the I for iPhone, and then iMarketResults.com. You know, I even created content. And so I'd started something back then. So I know that it's been something that's always been kind of brewing and something I wanted to focus on. In 2018, it was just that moment where I was like, okay, this is it. If I don't do it now, like why not do it now? That was the time where I just knew that I had to be hundred percent in my business because it was a goal I'd had. And I knew that that was the time to do it. So ever since then, I've been plowing forward and trying different things and, you know, technology evolves. And when you start something in a business, you know, things change. So I've done a lot in the last three years (laughs) with my business, including pivoting. Sometimes you have to do that too. Once you start a business, you started doing this and then you end up doing this. So it's been interesting. 
Was there one particular conversation that you had with somebody that said, okay, this is the time for me to do this then now? That's the evidence that I needed that's presented itself in a conversation to open the floodgates and go, right, I know what I'm going to do. Yeah, it was actually the conversation that I had with my boss at that time when I lost my job. So it was a conversation with him that I just realized, I'm like, I just don't want to have this situation happen again, where you're out of control with having a job or not. And for me, it was, okay, this is the situation. And I've always wanted to do this with my business. So now's the time to just make it happen. So nobody ever like planted a seed to create a pivotal moment like that. But that was like the pivotal moment for me for going 100% into my business. And what did your boss say? Did you turn around and say, well, I'm going to go out on my own then? He gave me time in the office. So there were like, I think it was three or four weeks after he had told me that this was likely going to happen. And he's just like, work on whatever you want to. And I said, so if I want to work on my own business and getting that like 100% up and running, are you okay with me doing that? He's like, if that's how you want to spend your time, then go ahead and do it. You're welcome to use the company equipment, do what you need to do. And so he was completely open to it and he supported it. So he knew the situation was unfortunate. He's like, if you want to go out on job interviews, you have time to do that too. So he was very helpful given the situation. And I think I owe a lot to him as well for that. And just being very flexible and open to allowing me to have that space and then the equipment and what I needed to actually make it happen at that time. Things happen, don't they? And it's not necessarily in his control either as to what's happened, but he has to manage that. It does all come down to relationships. So you must have had a really good relationship with him. We were good. We worked very well together, me and then my counterpart. We divided the United States in half and we managed an inside sales team. So I had 13 employees that I worked with and my boss was actually in my job before he got promoted. So there was a lot of, here's how you can do this and a lot of sharing of information that's going to make me the best person I can be at that time. So he was very helpful. And then my outside perspective, the marketing side of me, which is the part I'm most passionate about, I brought that to the job as well, which then helped my team become better inside sales reps. Well, the marketing should come first. I know that people say sales and marketing, but I've had this argument before. (laughs) Why is it sales and marketing? It should be marketing first. Thank you. You'll never see me put sales and marketing first ever. It'll always be marketing and sales. I did have S&M in my, I think it was in my headline on LinkedIn for a while. And I used to get inappropriate messages. Yeah. And you're um, like, okay, I need to switch this. <laughs> yeah. And it was, but it took me a while before somebody I knew who knew me well enough that said, you're brave. And I was like, why? They pointed it out. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I thought I just had this like strange magnet around me, but it's hard, isn't it? I mean, when you're a mum. You've used all of that experience, all that back experience of working. And I know a little bit that you went and studied as well, didn't you, while you were a single mom? Yeah, I'd actually done that. I did the backwards approach to getting my college degree. Most people, after they leave high school, they go four years, get their bachelor's degree. It took me about 20 years. (laughs) I was actually challenged by my director in a previous job. It was like my first full-time job in a marketing role. And it's the company that I owe so much to, including the tuition reimbursement to get my bachelor's degree. But I had done all the moving I could laterally. And I wanted to go to that next level. And he's like, Vicki, a requirement of going to the next level is having your bachelor's degree. 
And I'm like, I've got the experience. And he's like, it doesn't matter. That's a requirement of the job. If you want that job, you need to go back and you need to get your degree. I'm like, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? Full-time job, married two young girls under the age of five. And I need to go back and get my degree. (laughs) I got on the accelerated program. It was when online colleges were just coming out. So it was like University of Phoenix and I don't know, DeVry University is where I ended up going. So I was one of the very first colleges going online that worked best with my schedule. So I got on the accelerated program and just very structured with my time in order to make it happen. So my husband at the time was very lenient and very accepting. And of course, he and I had a conversation ahead of time of what it was going to entail and, you know, how it was going to change my time. And we worked very well together during that time. And it worked, you know, I finally got my degree and I was just like, oh, thank God. (laughs) I'll never do that again. (laughs) (laughs) And you got your promotion? I did. I got a promotion. And then after that, it was, you couldn't go any farther because all the people that were there at that next level, they were lifers. So it's like, I can either be okay with where I am right now, or it's time for me to leave. So I'd been with the company for, it was about 12 and a half years and I hated leaving, but it was like, I just, I had things that I wanted to do and I just wasn't going to be able to do them there. That's what comes through from the whole story. I'd say that there's more than one pivotal moment that you've just uncovered there. And that is that we shouldn't just settle for what's given us. We have to create our own futures. And sometimes that means that you have to really knuckle down and it has to make life, makes life hard. But if the intentions are all for the good, I mean, look, your own businesswoman today. Yeah, it's a byproduct of all of those different things I've gone through, right? (laughs) I'm applauding, you know, nobody can see us, but I'm applauding. (laughs) (laughs) It's inspirational, you know, when people think that that's as far as we can get, barriers are put in our place. It's up to us to knock them down or go around them, find that way past. And that's exactly what you've done. Thank you so much for sharing that with us today. Um, no problem. Thank you so much for allowing me to share it and giving me the platform to do so. If people want to pick up the conversation with you on your journey and any kind of additional help that they might want, how is the best way for them to find you? They can either go to my website, vickyoneal.com, or if they want to search for me on LinkedIn, they can either go to Vicky O'Neill or it'll say Vicky Carroll. <laughs> <laughs> I think it says Vicky Carroll now. <laughs> yeah. It's going to change things, but the URL still says Vicky O'Neill. So uh, either way. We'll make sure it's in the show notes so that people can find you, Vicky. Thank you so much for sharing with us. And to the listeners, make sure that you hit up the website so you don't miss a guest. You don't miss an episode. There'll be a button that you can click. And this is the URL. It's all the W's, making conversations count, dot studio forward slash podcast. Vicky, it's been fab having you. Great to catch up with you. See you soon. Thanks so much, Wendy. I appreciate it. Great seeing you too.